like to welcome everybody back to Tuesday night, kicking off things the way we like to do each and every Tuesday from now until forever. The Commodores working the late Nat shift. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Riga. Man, I hope Marvin and Jackie know that their tribute song has never sounded better than it has tonight, this Tuesday, in my ears. This is sick, man. How's it going, Brian Stabby? Joining us this evening on the Nat Shift. Oh, it's lovely. Sounds lovely. Everything's lovely. Working in Nat Shift tonight. A double for, uh, for, for Stabby. And helping us test all of our new capabilities and functionalities. Uh, he's, he's Kevin Walsh. Well, happy to be here. Happy to uh, lend a hand. Long time listener. Out. Yeah, long time yeah. listener. Great yeah. fan of the show. Average fan of myself. Uh, That's a fair assessment. <laughs> I do appreciate last week's fair assessment. Uh, we were ready to win 150 games right out of the gate. Yeah. We're a little Rust optimistic. Right, Rust right off the bat is a, uh, it's a bold way to start a new show during the hot stove. Well, you're, you're a Nats fan, right, LT? Oh, yeah. And we weren't bringing in some chump, Yeah, brother. and you're a D.C. sports fan in general, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So... I mean, is there, no, is there a team besides the Nats who are more positioned to win a title amongst our major four? Not even close. Yeah, so. Like, I, don't, I don't think any other team has a shot in the next 20 years. Knock it off, Walsh. Just answer the first question one at a time. Permission to treat the witnesses hostile. Yeah. So I, I guess the point, though, is uh, this is the kind of team where you have the kind of fan who knows that of course you have to play the regular season, and of course all the games matter, and of course that's where you have to get the wins necessary to make the playoffs. But the Washington Nationals are a playoff team. They are a World Series contender right this very second, and if that changes between now and September, like something crazy, something crazy will have happened. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I think that they got some breaks last year, you know, but they have a bad division, and, you know... Are you going to get the same production out of Zimmerman and regular season out of Geo again? Doubtful, but yeah, you but hope that other guys take a step. Zimmerman's going to – Zimmerman, if he's – well, first of all, he's going to be here for a while. Um, but he played up to his abilities, I thought, last year. I mean, he – and he gave you – as great as he was, like if you think about if he's going to do that again, I mean, he got a little banged up, and he disappeared for a while, and that's kind of what he does. I and mean, he still had an amazing year. Uh, yeah, and he didn't peter out this time. It's no. not like he was battling back from 220 to get to you know, no. 250. Yeah. No, he finished over 300. I think he hit 301 for the season. You know, I, you know, I think a healthy Ryan Zimmerman makes a huge, huge difference. We got an a lot out of him. amazing difference. We did get a lot out of him, and we certainly got more than we bargained for out of Geo. That's a, that's a fact, but... With a lot of health, which is, you know, something that we shouldn't be talking about as DC sports fans and hoping for. We should ignore that. Is that uh, someone uh, bats in the belfry? Did you step on a cat? Yeah. Or? <laughs> yeah. I live in a haunted house. Yeah, do we have to, like, all chip in for some WD-40 for you? Yeah, is Gio yeah. Gonzalez at your house right now? <laughs> it's our spooky and exorcism and, uh... Yeah, definitely. We don't have the sound effects up yeah. and running yet. Uh, we just call we just call Kevin Walsh. It's like we the guy from Police need. Academy. Yeah. You just walk around your house with your phone, and we'll feel like yeah, like there's a, a presence. Hey, so all right, so let me ask you. There's two things we got, but we've kind of done the the player 
well, we've been doing it uh, for two years on DC Mess Round, and we keep we will keep doing it here. But let's turn our attention to the coaching side. Um, we promised we would talk about our Dave Martinez um, in in all the context you know necessary uh, for what his name should be. Um, but let's know let's know our guy. Let's know our manager. Let's know Dave. Um, can I just ask LT, are, is there something in particular that you're most excited about this guy being our guy? I think long-term, I'd like having a new manager who's ready to, you know, leave it all on the field and go for broke. And I don't know. I, you know, it's locked down three years guaranteed. First time the Lerner family has guaranteed a three year deal to a manager. Davey didn't get it. Matt Williams didn't get it. Dusty didn't get it. Now, granted, we're talking about a million a year prep for this gentleman. Yep. But uh, you know, yeah, he comes cheap. He, yeah. he, he knew the deal coming in here, and uh, and I'd like to get right on it, Ken. We talked about it, Kev. I had to take a peek at it. Dave or Davey has been the quandary here for you know. Yeah, it's the really the issue. podcast. It's, so it's issue more time. So I so I so I had to check it out, and 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 he says he answers to both, enjoys both, has no problem with either. But when he was a rookie for the Cubs, Harry Carey was the man who dubbed him Davey. Mm, nice. And I thought that sounded pretty cool. And I imagine Harry Carey probably had a, a, a little eight ball glass oh. with a few rocks in it and a little of that brown. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, I think it's a safe bet. It's not far past any of us to go with Davey for that sole reason. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do, but I'm going to tell you right now. He's now Davey Martinez Davey for in my okay. world. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. still, he I'm could end up guy. being Davey, but to me, he's still Dave. You're going to make him earn it? I'm going to make him earn it. I, right. there's, a, there's a special place in my heart for uh, baseball manager Davies. I mean, there's, there's one in my, in my mind right now, and um, he, cover, he spans my entire fandom of, of being a baseball fan, you know, Baltimore and Washington. Um, Davey Johnson is, um, he's always, he's like a legend, you know? He's like a world-class mathematician. He could, he's a scratch golfer. Uh, he can party until five in the morning and manage, uh, you know, seven to three Scott Erickson gym. And he, uh, and he found time to call Davey Martinez's mentor yeah. a weird wuss, no weird. which I thought was sort of pseudo appropriate for a Joe Madden for someone who had a rivalry with him. Yeah. I'm not saying I think he is. I think that's just that's a Davey thing to do. That's right a there. Davey thing to do. Um, so and and <laughs> I'm, and not as not as a core prong to my. Uh, uh, platform here or position, but I love the movie Dave. It's, it's, it's a great movie. Uh, and to me, like... Geographically it, challenged, no one walks course. from Bethesda to Georgetown in that short of amount of time. Well, again. But, you know, he was, he was know. feeling pretty good about himself. He was so. feeling pretty yeah. darn good about himself. Um, so, Kevin Klein's great. He played, you know, the president, and it's Dave, and to me, like, you could be a whole lot worse than Dave. Um, if he becomes Davey, I have no, I'm not going to block it off. I'm not close to the possibility of Davey. Because I'm a guy who adds wise to people's you names. You just took it to a whole different place. All right. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm saying now we're talking about the movie Dave mm-hmm. and, your, and your inclusion of the E. And you've always said you were a guy that liked to add the E on I to the it. end of it. I Even necessarily when I got a friend named Carl, call, always would call him Carly. Oh, Carly. Todd, my, my good friend Todd. Stop. Oh, stop, stop, oh, stop, stop. Because... Uh, I don't want to be called Kevy at no. any given time on this podcast, but 
I will say, old Davey Martinez is getting a ton of credit for being bilingual. And then you come to find out that, man, homeboy was born in New York, moved down to Orlando at 13, never, ever learned how to speak the language. Until? It was spoken around him. By? His, his, his family spoke it, yeah. but when they sent him to the Puerto Rican League after his rookie year, he didn't know a damn thing. He could listen a little bit and make out a few things, but he couldn't speak it. You got to so learn Spanish I fast. love when all these guys are saying, man, he's bilingual. No, he taught himself that at 18 yeah. by surrounding himself with all the Latin-speaking people on his, on his squad in the Puerto Rican League. And now, what a, what a factor in the deal. I mean, good Lord. This guy is... He's nothing but a positive ball of energy, excitement, and he, and, he, and he seems to be the type of guy that gets right down to the heart of the matter, and he seems to care more about your family than your batting average, and, and, and then analytics, that's, that's the reason why he's standing here. He's today, a brainy boy. guy. Yeah. And, uh, sidebar, um, Roy Shannon says that uh, LT learned the English language um, in high school playing sports with you guys. He did. <laughs> it, was a, it was a large bag of cheeseburgers that got him to that point. That's <laughs> Yeah, I, I can order cheeseburgers in any language. Is a, yes, uh, you're, you're you were very genius. progressive at that. You were a high-energy cheeseburger orderer, a, a, a fantastic communicator at Little Tavern, and That's analytics right. were definitely part of your scenario. So, ultimately, as much as we love, as much as we love Dave, as much as we like the idea of him as our manager, there's no like I don't I don't see Matt Williams. I don't look at him and see, um, you know. Uh, I certainly don't see Dusty, but I don't see like the parts about Dusty that, you know, the crusty Dusty, you know, and I don't, you know, you see a you see a fresh face um, who's highly regarded for his mind, but you know, for me, it's all about Bryce Harper and uh, the decisions. Every decision right now doesn't have to necessarily be like hinging on Bryce Harper a hundred percent, but I can't imagine anything's getting done without that being part of it. Um, and I'm always interested in understanding what part of Dave Martinez's hiring and what part of his, um, you know, presence is meant to entice Bryce Harper, is meant to increase the probability that he signs a long-term deal here. Um, whether they ask Bryce or not, you know, I, I don't necessarily even care. Um, but I do think that uh, you know, you make these decisions. You put the guy in, you know, you give a guy a three-year deal. There's a reason why you can lock him up for three years. Yeah, he's, he's young. Yeah, he's hungry. Yeah, he wants a chance to be a manager. Um, but at the same time, you want to go to your star guy and say, we have a plan. Uh, we think this guy's a long-term manager. We're locking him down. Um, he's going to span, you know, he's, he's going to span that contract, you know, gap. There's nothing crusty about him. And then I think what you're saying is exactly right. This is the type of guy that he's infectious. He gets into you. He, he becomes, you know, a family member more so than a manager. You know, they'll call him Skip. That's the type of guy I think we definitely had to hire to have a shot at having Bryce. The type of guy who looks at a guy who makes $500 million while he makes $2 million. I mean, the old saying, he makes like $250 million more than you. Times. <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, a Bryce, Bryce loved Dusty by all accounts. Sure. So I think it's going to be interesting this year. They're going to be... You know, this is basically a guy who's going to be learning on the job. So he's probably going to make mistakes. And are those mistakes going to blow up? You know, does Bryce stay quiet? Do the players stay quiet? Is he able to deal with some of the scrutiny? You know, how, how do, when, when there are mistakes made there, you can say, oh, that was a bad decision to keep a guy in there. Or they shouldn't have pinched it or he should have pinched it. What happens at that point? What, is, even what, is more, that, what, what ends up happening? Uh, I might just finish real quick sure. and say this. I was going towards this family situation. 
a family atmosphere. Bryce sure. Harper, yeah. a young man, recently married. Uh, when, when Kevin Walsh takes his uh, three kids to the game, you know, when I take my two, when you take your three, I, that, 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 not to mention that's two of my nephews and my niece going, they're going to look at the skip in the dugout wearing number four. Mm -hmm. He's wearing number four representing his four children. That's why he wears the number. This is what he brings to the table every yep. day. This is the type of person that Bryce Harper can live and grow with yeah. because a three-year deal says we're the fourth option. Uh, you know, we're making that commitment to your personality. Yeah. This is the type of person that Bryce Harper can go through his early 20s as a married man and not just be the dominant right fielder in the game of baseball. That can have a guy that he can rely, that he can rely on, that he can look lean out on. For him. Look out for him. Uh, a, a guy that's come up that put 16 years in the big leagues. That wasn't the star. Yep. That understands how the star works and, and the, the necessity to have him and to integrate him into the clubhouse as the non-star, as the guy that just fits in. I think he's the perfect personality for this. I, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I also think that Dusty Baker would have been a 100-win manager this year. I have no doubt in my mind. Agreed. Um, and I just, to me, I think that the, the Dusty thing was a, was, was, a, was a function of the Bryce thing. I mean, as much as Bryce loved Dusty, I mean, he needs to understand he had a role in that because you don't want to go into asking a guy to commit to you for 10 years and $500 million uh, without knowing who the manager was going to be. And Dusty manager was another year on the job, roughly. I mean, he wasn't here for the long haul. Um, what do you think, LT? I mean, I think Dusty kind of made his bed in the playoffs and didn't put exactly the right team on the field and, and paid the price for it. I love Dusty. I loved watching Dusty post game. I love listening to Dusty, Dusty talk baseball. And I don't know. I think they need a little more. I think they need a little more la math and a little less, uh, you know, well, uh, you know, feel for the game type thing. Kevin, you know? his I think he did a great job with the lineup. I think he did a great job managing, uh, you know, in a, in a given week. But, you know, unless you're going to put the best team out on the field, you know. Well, well, Dusty did have some JV lineups out there that we kind of got a couple dubs with. But I love that Davey Martinez said he's got a little bit of old school and a lot right. of new school. And right. That's what and we I all, think that's, that's what they need. Uh, I think they need to, to be healthy come playoff time. And that's a byproduct of you know, working the lineup and making sure guys rest and, and not saying, you know, you need to play because you want to play. It's because you need the rest. And Hey, I know. think Dusty did a great job with rest with the, with the Zimmermans and the Murphys. Uh, and not, it, not, maybe not so much with the starting rotation and the bullpen. Uh, right. I, I get that. I think, right. uh, I think, I think we bottle what we did with Zim last year. We bottle that this year and then let right. Davey Martinez uh, do his thing. Obviously, right. with the bullpen and the starting rotation, because man, there was a couple times I thought we might let Scherzer get to 130 pitches because he's a maniac. But that's why pitchers don't call their own number, you know? Yeah, so. well, he did. Let him do it a couple times. <laughs> yeah. All right, so LT, tell us what to talk about next week. We're going to do another Dave Martinez. Baseball segment. related, Kev. Baseball, yeah, baseball related. related. Or even like remotely baseball related. Maybe baseball <laughs> movie related, even. <laughs> I, you guys glossed over the fact that Davey Johnson had a cameo in Men in Black 3. So I, I think until uh, 
Well, Dave Martinez has a uh, cameo in a science fiction motion picture. Then that's when he becomes Davey to you. That's when he becomes Davey to me. That's in fair. a time travel scenario. All of this is um, fair. I just love to know the parameters for everyone's Davey versus Dave. I just I went Harry Carry whiskey drinking. I'm in. So I should have thought about this. I'd like to see what you guys think about what they need. I mean, I think the hot stove's been a little, a little quiet. I think it's they're not going to make a lot of huge moves, but. I think we need I'd to like keep to it see him make real. Get a catch. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's not obvious. That's a no-brainer. I don't know what the Marlins' uh, situation is and whether they're playing by the rules or not. But. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> yeah, Jeter, Jeter's passing out. Jeter's passing out full houses left and right. Passing let, out let, gift baskets. Let, yeah, exactly. Let's get in while the getting's good. Fine. Just, just like no Soto and no Robles. No Soto, no Robles. You know. A long reliever, you know, kind of a tweener guy who can pick up innings, you know. I'm I'm still getting over the fact that uh, Tanner Roark didn't pitch in the uh, playoffs. So, yeah, he's my uh, guy too. That's, that's you know, in hindsight, that is that that's role a dog. Before, you know, a guy who played that role before, but now nah, he's I don't a, know. He's a bearded beefcake. We need some more of him. More heart and soul. Three but sport I'm freak. I'm Just like Real Muto, three sport freak. I think that, uh, you know, the one thing that keeps Bryce around is winning. So how do you get there? Yeah, and quick. Yeah. Well, that's what the, that's what the regular season is going to be all about for us. So this, this show, because uh, shout out to Greg De Palma and Nat Scraps of yesteryear. Um, that's the old Nat show I did uh, with, with Prime Sports Network. Hopefully, hope those guys are doing great. Um, but it gets to a point when your team is, you know, going on 10 and 15 game, you know, streaks against the Marlins and the Braves and the Phillies. Um, it's awesome. You like to see it, but you know, you realize, uh, we, you know, we, we talked about it before you realize you, you're not getting better. Um, so you got to make the most of, of the situation, you know, that you find yourself in. We got to, we got some big series, you know, like last year we had that big the late series with Houston, um, a late series with the Dodgers. I mean, if you don't, you just got to get it there. Um, and I, I ultimately, I think we did. Um, and and got to be Baltimore, right, LT? Absolutely. It's the, you know, number one game on the play and on the schedule outside the the Mets, I guess. Wow. Oh, Mets! Is that your arch well, nemesis? Well, besides the... for for us, it is for I mean, uh, other reasons. And yeah. and like I said, when they said make every game matter, yeah, going with the whole family and our mutual mother-in-law. To uh, then the Nats come back and Weeders walk off uh, this past season. Uh, th- those are the memories. Those are the times that you, we'll never forget yep. being down three runs. And I suggested that we possibly leave, only to be reminded by my son that we stayed for 18 innings the year before. I and, remember that day. And 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 why, why why would we leave that? And then to watch Weeders walk off against his old team and to walk out of that stadium, our stadium. With all that orange, so bitter after all that noise was made all night. Mm-hmm. That's why the regular season matters. Those nights matter. Uh, every level to a million of us in the stands. And that's why uh, it's a beautiful thing to have America's pastime in our nation's capital. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, I'm going to wrap it up for another week on the Nat Shift. We will be back next Tuesday. And in, in fact, in two weeks, the Nat Shift will be pulling... Uh, it's not even really a double at that point in time. I don't know. We're, we're going to run out of shift jokes. Um, but uh, we'll be at Tommy Joe's 
downtown Bethesda on we're, February 13th. We're going to shift gears. We're going to shift yes, gears. That's mm. what yeah, I like that. Thanks. We might. Uh, we're working on a guest. Down. We're working on someone. It's going to be a top of the night, 10, 15 minute show, just like this one. Um, we hope to see you guys there. Until next time, I am Ken Marangolo, and he is Brian Stabby. That's about the Nats. He's Kevin Ricca. Kev, appreciate having you on here. This is a fun Hi. night. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us on the Nat Shift. I loved it. Thanks, guys. See you next week. This was the Nat Shift. <laughs>